Blog Talk Radio. Jesus. 
You're 
We're living in a day and time where being politically correct is popular. Let me turn that around again. We're living in a day and time where everybody's saying the name God, but nobody wants to say the name Jesus. We don't want to offend the Muslims. We don't want to offend the Jews. We don't want to offend the Arabs. And so therefore we crucify him of flesh. But I want you to know that there will come a time when every Muslim, when every Buddhist, when every Jew, will have to get down on their knees and have to confess that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. So I want every blood-washed believer to not wait until then. And if you've ever gone through something, you know right here that there's something about the name. Something about the Something about the name. Something about the It's the sweetest name. Yeah, it, it is the sweetest name. Sweetest name I know. I know. And I love that name. Oh, how I love the name. Jesus. Oh, how I love the name. Jesus. Oh, how I love the name. Jesus. Oh, how I
Welcome back to Reality in Christ, Worship and Word. I'm your host, Reverend Thomas Dwayne Smith. And that was our worship portion of of the show for today. I'm going to open up with a word of prayer and get into the message. Dear Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, first and foremost, Lord God, I want to thank you for a safe trip. Get me to Maryland, Lord God, out of a potential volatile and explosive situation. Father, I thank you for my gracious host for the few days. I pray for a um, good meeting with the Frederick Douglass Foundation Leadership Conference training. And I pray that you bless the time of fellowship that I'm here forever, how long you need me here. And Father, whatever needs to happen in the particular situation you know I'm talking about, I just place it in your hand. Because at the end of the day, Lord, something got to give. The devil will be exposed for the lie that he is. And either people will get real or they will go down with the ship. There's no other way to get around it. Lord, we say we love you and we bless you and we thank you for salvation, forgiveness of our sin through Jesus Christ. The mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. I pray. Amen. I wasn't even sure if I was going to do a show today, but after a situation that happened a few hours ago, I decided that I'm going to do a show. Because you can't let the enemy deter you from delivering the word of God. So I'm going to put forth this message. It's going to be quick, exact, and to the point. And since I don't have my Bible, I'm going to go to BibleGateway.com and I'm going to use their Bible. You know, behold the power of the Internet. I am going to... uh, 
I'm going to take my passage scripture from verse that um, I read earlier today, and I'm talking about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a necessary component to life. It is very, it's very, um, really can't put it into words. It's very essential to life because if we, if we don't forgive, we're stuck in a rut. That's simple. And, uh, The Bible, I'm going to read the whole verse. I'm going to start at um, 22, Mark 11, 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, Whoever say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he say will be done, he will have whatever he says. He says, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you. Now, I really want to break that. I want to break that down, that last part, and explain to you what that really means. We were, our sins were all forgiven through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ on Calvary. So, does that mean that God suddenly goes back and unforgives our sins? But what happens when we hold on to unforgiveness, it opens us up to all kind of physical and spiritual ailments within our body. Spiritual turmoil, sickness, disease, everything else. And a lot of people, they tend to not fully grasp the totality of that situation. See, when Jesus was teaching this, he was coming from a place of the law because he had not yet been He had not yet went to Calvary, so therefore he had not yet died for sin. So sins before were still subject to the law of Moses. Therefore, under the law, when you did not forgive your brother's trespasses, God could not forgive your trespasses. But today, things are even worse for us because Not only did God forgive us through Jesus Christ, but when we don't forgive, guess what? We just told the devil he gets free reign in our lives. 
Why is that so? I'll tell you why. Because forgiveness sets not only you free, but it sets, it has the power to set the person free that you forgive if they so choose to embrace it. And so the situation, the specific situation that I'm speaking of, I choose to forgive that individual because of the fact that they they chose to do what they did, but I forgive them. They, you know, I can't hold on to unforgiveness because it it has already almost killed me. And I won't ever hold on to it again. But forgiveness is the key to everything. Who are we to not forgive when God forgave us through the death, burial, and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ? That's a question you must ask. Do we give the devil total rule and reign in our lives, or do we walk in the power and authority in Jesus Christ and walk in that freedom? I choose to walk in freedom. Yes, folks, it hurts what happened to me today, and I was mad. Even though I knew it was coming, I I knew it was coming. God knew it was coming, and so therefore he got me out of that situation because it probably would have been ugly. But here's the other thing. We can't continue to go through life treating people the way we do and think that there will not be any consequences because there eventually will be. And when those consequences come to the surface, they will wreak havoc. God's love for us is real. Romans 5.8 says that God commended his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You know, 10.17 now, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Are you getting a word in you? If you don't study about forgiveness or at least allow God to give you revelation of forgiveness, how are you going to grow? You'll keep being stuck in that same old rut. How do I know? I spent about 20 years in that rut going around the same mountain when I could have got it if I would have just listened the first time. Some people choose to be victims. I will not be victimized because I'm victorious in Christ Jesus. And that is the real talk. So, you know, that's really my message that I have. I don't need to drag it out, and I'm not going to drag it out. 
because the word of God is very clear. There is no fear in love because perfect love casts out all fear. Having said that, I will be back on Sunday with our regularly, you know, regular link show. But um, just think about what I said, because forgiveness, love, the love of God shed abroad in our hearts is the key to everything. And if we don't let the love of God shine through us, we have nothing, period. We have nothing. We are nothing. Our righteousness are as filthy rags. But but it is by the blood of Jesus Christ that we are and have been set free. We are justified, not by any actions of man, but by the blood of Jesus Christ. Always remember that. It doesn't matter what people say or think of you or me. Because they're not the purveyor of our salvation. So, with that, I'm going to say God bless you, love you, and have a good night. I need